Welcome back to the Take a Sip Podcast. My name is Tito. And I'm Leche. And Leche. Thank you for joining us this week. <laughs> yeah, unfortunate for last week for sure. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but what are you sipping on for this week? Today I'm about to open one of those new cocktail drinks that like it's already like a premix. But the, I'm, I'm pretty sure I shared this before. The jalapeno margarita. Ooh, I think you mentioned it before. I don't know if you're actually drinking it during the episode. Yeah, but definitely drinking this right now. It's kind of early for this, but, you know, fuck it, dude. Full send, right? No such thing. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Yeah, that's true. Not here, though. Probably in the middle of the you? ocean right now. Somewhere in the middle. Somewhere yeah. in the middle. Some pirate is drinking some booze right now. Mm. Um, as for me, I am drinking a... It's supposed to be a gin and tonic. I ran out of tonic, so I'm using soda water. So gin and soda. Gin and soda. So gin and soda. On pretty much. <laughs> oh, is it? If you will. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I, I just work at a restaurant, but not at the bar area. Not at the bar, clearly. <laughs> I just drink whatever they put in front of me for the day. As long as it has alcohol, it is in me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> But again, like I said last week, we apologize for the short episode um, and Leche not being there with us. He he was swamped in work. Mm. But like I also said last week, this is going to be a partial recap of um, the topics from last week, just to get Leche's thoughts and ideas, because I feel like he would have some on a few of those topics and then we got a couple of new ones, depending on how long this episode is, that we will hit on um, to round this episode up. Yep. You you ready, Leche? Yeah, I want to hear your thoughts first, like summarized, and then I'll just put my two cents on it. Yep. For sure. All right. So the first topic I actually hit on last week, which I was kind of fairly excited about, was that that 70s show is getting mm. another... Um, not another revamp because there was that 80s show that wasn't we don't as talk popular. About yeah, because we don't talk about it. Um, so this is going to be that 90s show. It's mm. still in the same area that that 70s show was um, filmed in. We still have the same original house with Red and Kitty being uh, two returning characters, right? Mm-hmm. The grandparents this time. Yep. Uh, but instead, this time our quote-unquote kids... Um, our main main actress is the daughter of Donna and Eric after they got married and moved out um, who is coming to visit Red and Kitty meets a couple of the local kids in the area and asks to stay with uh, Red and Kitty for the rest of summer vacation I believe it is mm-hmm. um, and just the same antics of being in the basement now because it is technically 20 years later a whole new time i want to see what kind of references they make right it's a whole different generation from the, the 70s like exactly like, uh, what is it called like the way they talk the way the things they were talking about the issues they were having is definitely just the way they dress dynamic. the way they dress in general you get me i want to see that even that costume design yeah to see if they actually like Keep it ninety styles, you get me? They don't take, they don't put too much of the new new stuff in there. Yeah, but I mean, I honestly I've been seeing clips. I even watched the first episode of the ninety show. 
pretty good. Honestly, there's high hopes for it for sure. Oh, that's um, good. So I know when you posted it originally, I'm like, oh, that's perfect because I want I did want to talk about it as well. Um I just like that they reintroduced like the old characters, the old familiar faces that we like, you know, seen in the in the seventy uh, show. Exactly, it wasn't so just they, a whole nice. new cast. No, it's like literally everyone returned, so they could explain what is happening. You get me? Yeah. They give us the explanation of like, oh, okay, this is this kids, this is theirs, you know, stuff like that. Like new problems, new situation. They're like all funny shit. The one scene that caught me off guard was when Eric was yelling at his daughter about like, oh, you're coming on this trip. I'm gonna put my foot up your ass. Oh, <laughs> and then Red is like, red. I've never been so proud, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because Donna and Kitty are like, oh, Eric, like, no, like not you too. And then just red in the back, smirking, like, oh, I'm so proud, dude. That scene got me fucked up. I'm like, yeah, this is gonna be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um no, there was another scene too that I guess oh, it's the first time the kids all get high in the basement, right? Oh, yeah. And yeah, as they're kicking, and as they're kicking them out, Red is like telling them, "Like, never come back." And Kitty's like, "You're more than welcome to come back. Don't even knock on the front door." She goes, "The back door's always open." <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like they're just contradicting themselves, showing Red always being the serious, mean one, and Kitty always like the motherly the instinct. <laughs> I'm like, those guys never change, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. I know there was an interview lately, recently, when them two, like, them returning and reprising their characters, they fucking love it, dude. They're, oh, like, 100%. super happy being back to, like, yeah. doing that shit. They were and super it, excited. Yeah, and you got you got to think, too, I don't know if they've had other acting roles after that 70s show, right? I, I haven't looked much into them. But still, to come and play such... Because they were fairly young for their ages, right? When that 70s show was being um, recorded and and all that stuff. So, yeah, it's what they know. It's what they love. They grew up loving these kids, right? Because they were like our main adult characters in the entire series. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. we had Donna's parents show up every now and then. But these were the parents, yeah, right. those were like literally the two main parents of the series for sure. Exactly. So to come back and now technically um raise a whole other generation Boss, of kids. the new generation, yeah. It's like it's like wow. It's it makes sense, you get it makes me? Makes sense, yeah. <laughs> so it's like and, oh. it, and 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 it's all comedy. It's all comedic relief, right? Like you get you get the ones there was one scene where I guess the little Asian boy is like trying to teach Kitty some sort of internet thing. Mm. And then he comes out to her saying like, I'm gay. And she goes, okay. So does that have to do with anything about this? Like she, <laughs> like, like she was so Just glanced over it. Yeah. She Genuine glanced over it. it. Cause it was like, it's a new time. It's not her time anymore. She knows things have changed. Right. And it's still the nineties where still being gay was, scary and taboo and and stuff yeah so to see a genuine moment like that where they were still allies hidden within normal people quote-unquote normal people like it was so back in the 70s it wasn't like it was really bad you get me up to the point where like like you would get your ass handed to if you were quote-unquote not with the quota of the time you get exactly 
90s was definitely a little bit more open, a little bit more like, how do you feel about stuff? You get me? Like, they were asking more questions like that. Yeah. You get me? They were a lot more open. Yeah. So, like, like even that 70s show had uh, an episode with a quick gay scene hmm. with, I forget who the actor is, but he's a big, uh, oh, Joseph Gordon Levitt, I think it was. Um, who like try to make a move on Eric in the car in the driveway. And he goes, no, 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 I wasn't doing anything like brushing it off. Like, Oh, you were just thinking stuff. I'm not gay. But then it's like, but if yes, yes. you want to like, yeah, but no, but yes, but no, like still showing yeah. the, like still even, even the it personal off, like, mentality of the people yeah. from that time. Exactly. So they, they have to make a joke about it, even though they are. You get me? Yeah. They had to like brush it off and joke it off. Like, oh, I'm not. Maybe. Oh, yeah. no, I'm not. You know, like that. Yeah. They were so questioning about it. Exactly. In the 90s, it was like, you are or you're not. You got me? Yeah. Straight up. But even besides that, we still see a now slightly more diverse cast, right? We have the Asian boy. I believe there's a black girl. Whereas in originally, all we had was Fez. And Fez was still a stereotype within himself <laughs> yeah so that's true but that goes to show right like the progress of the deck of the decades pretty yeah much. um I, I forget even fez like that his nickname was still a joke within itself because yeah. i think it was like Holy first God. english speaker or something like that because mm-hmm. you know how we have esl english second language mm-hmm yeah, it was supposed to uh, be an acronym for something like that for Fez. I just forgot what it was. Um, yeah, I forgot too. They explained it in the show, but man, yeah, I, no, I don't remember. We would have to dive back way deep into figure that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, IGN gave it a good review for sure. I'm giving it a good review too. Like I'm, I hope they keep that up, the momentum after that first episode. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, well, not even that, just uh, season one in general, right? So that's what I'm saying. I hope they keep, like, it was already a good one first episode opener. And I just hope they keep that momentum going. You got me? Gotcha. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. All right. Then I moved into uh, the Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Hmm. um, where we got a little bit of more information on the game. It is a 7v3, 7 survivors versus 3 clowns. And each of the clowns have their respective classes. Well, no. So, obviously, the killers from Dead by Daylight have their abilities, right? They're they're not really... The most they get is, like, they're easy to play, uh, intermediate to play, and hard to play. Here, what I mean by classes is we have a tank, we have a fighter, we have a trapper, we have a scout, right? More like Overwatch almost. <laughs> a little bit more like an Overwatch type of stuff, yeah. I don't know what that type of game is called. Uh, fuck. Nah, there's a specific name of what it's called, but whatever. Yeah, I get you. Everyone gets my point on that. Mm-hmm. So each, each. Each clown and even person, probably survivor, has their set abilities and path, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's that's interesting. That's good though. Which again, that balances out a little bit. Exactly. It changes a different type of gameplay. The the because you never know who your 
killers are going to be and you don't know your survivors. So it's always just a clean slate, a fresh start um, to... It changes the dynamic a lot of all exactly. playing, which is good because that's how you balance out the game. Because, for example, like if you're able to choose and pick whatever the fuck clown you want, everyone's going to fucking probably choose tanks, you get me, and just yeah. fucking run amok, you get me? But even so then, you've got to think versa, that, you know, that the tanks the aren't going to be as speedy as... Or trappers, just to say trappers. fuck it, just to fuck with people. Exactly. You get me? So, But then again, you also got to think trappers are now not going to be as um, HP heavy, and they could only do so much before even trappers are now... Um, how do you so, say vulnerable the question, to the if the is, survivors can fight back? I didn't see the video that IGM posted, but um, my question is: Do you think you, like for example, I know in Overwatch you get you're able to see what your enemy chooses to No, like characters they get to choose? No, right? No, so you don't. You see only see what your team chooses, correct? At first, yes. Okay. And then as the game progresses, once you meet the other team for the first time, like you actually get visuals on the opponents, um, you can then press a button to like see all everyone's like stats, okay. how much damage kills the KDA and all that stuff that you then see who they are. You get me? So it's oh. like if your teammate sees them, it relays that message to you, even though you're not in their fight. Right. But you know they somehow have a tank on their end, and you have the support on your end, and well, vice versa. It's gonna have like yeah, like icons, and like you're able to view their stats and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So I was just asking beforehand because that would be a little busted if you're able to see what everyone chooses beforehand, because then you can pre-strategize beforehand. That's yeah, already no. a huge advantage on both ends. You get me? Yeah. Especially for example, like if you're a new player. And you choose a person that you did you think is good, and then you know, a bunch of new players that are survivals choose just any random characters. They're gonna like the people who are probably eight, the 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 clowns who are probably more experienced are gonna fuck fuck them up. You get me? Yeah. That they didn't know they didn't choose better or whatever the fuck the case may be. But they also might they also might have like some sort of ranking system, right? So that way, like, if, like... I think you're giving too much credit if there was a... <laughs> you have to remember, this is probably, like, a lower-budget game. It's not a triple-A game to have. Well, like- no, I understand that. But I'm saying, like, they're probably taking a lot of inspiration from the types of games we have now. Like, Dead by Daylight being the most I would popular assume one. They do, I would assume uh, they have rankings then, because then, depending on how often you play, I'm pretty sure you can level up your characters, right? That's yeah. what you're assuming? I'm assuming. Um, and then kind of like uh, Friday the 13th, right? Yes, you know, you're always going to be versus, against the Jason. But even all Jasons have their different um, abilities and abilities, shit. and what they're better at. Smashing the doors, breaking the doors down. Their yeah, snakes. Like puns, bloodlust and all that stuff, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think that's a better like analogy, like the Friday the 13th game to uh-huh. that game. Yeah. Than- not not Overwatch, but like what was the game that we previously thought? The Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight. So it, so it's it's a better analogy tying it to the Friday the Thirteenth game. I mean, it is the same company that makes that. So yeah, it makes sense. It being similar in that type, but they're just adding more survivors and more killers. Essentially, exactly. Which again goes back to the to the balancing it out because if 
in this game, survivors could somehow fight back, right? There has to be some sort of fight back mechanic to still level it off. And then the HP pool for all the clowns and all the survivors, if there is some sort of resing system, right? Because um, there's still that game uh, when all the students are like trapped in this high school and they have to try to escape. Once they get caught by the killer, they can still get rezzed because they just get put like in some weird uh, janitor closet. Uh-oh. But you have to like travel the map. I forget. Uh, it's like the last of the year or something like that or last year. I know like I know like H2O Delirious played it a lot with his friends. Um, and I know Markiplier did a couple of episodes with it, but I can't yeah. I can never remember the name of that that game. Yeah. Then we got the official cinematic trailer for tra- wow, let me take that again. Our official <laughs> <laughs> our official cinematic trailer for Hogwarts Legacy, where like I said, it's the owl delivering the letter to quote unquote you. Um me. And as as the owl flies away, we get a uh, a view of Hogwarts. Um, what we see as Professor McGonagall talking to some students, some students practicing magic, um, some fighting the spiders in the woods, and even that we got release dates uh, that the first one's coming out for PlayStation Five the Xbox Series X and S and PC on February 10th. PlayStation 4 and Xbox One will get in on April 4th. And then Nintendo Switch not until July 25th. That's crazy how far along that shit is. Right? So what are your thoughts? First, did you see the trailer? Of course I did, yeah. Okay. I watched it, funny enough, oddly enough, uh, one of the Destiny... uh, (laughs) uh, What is it called? People content creators made a whole video because he's excited for Hogwarts Legacy as well. One of the guys we follow a lot for Hushara Squad fucking Astrocross. So I watched in his breakout breakdown for that trailer and it looks sick, dude. Him going through it, like, literally piece by piece, like, oh, I wonder if we're going to do this and that. We're going to be fighting dragons with these type of spells. They were speculating that we're going to have certain spells in the game and it confirmed it with the freaking trailer that we're going to have them and stuff yeah. like that. I'm like, damn, dude, this is an expansive. This is an expansive game for sure. Straight up fucking RPG like things that we're gonna have. Yeah. <laughs> so many different fucking things for this game, dude. And it's kind of crazy. There's the sheer volume of stuff that we're gonna be able to do and like create for ourselves in this game. That's what I'm saying. And I still feel like if it's one of those games where you could like play with other people, right? Like connect with them on some sort of um, kind of like how we could do now with uh, Scarlet and Violet, like team up with other people, right? Mm-hmm. Join other like groups and stuff. Um, where that might be helpful because I believe a couple weeks ago we said, I don't know if this was, I don't remember if it was our assumption or if this was something that we read that it was like you could choose what type of um spell casting you could be pr- more proficient in where it was mm. like actual spells potions um like transformation the animal, the animal stuff so right like, 
Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that like if being able to, like that. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. So if then as the game progresses, you could then yeah, you could be proficient in one, you'll eventually hit walls and all the other ones, because it depends on like where you put your skill set to, right? Mm-hmm. That then if you so join classes other people, are gonna be like stronger against other classes and stuff like that. Yeah. So if that when you join other people, that changes your gameplay to cover your butt because you're better with one thing. Yeah, like there's gonna be a guy who's a beast tamer, there's gonna be another guy who's good at alchemy, another guy that's proficient in like spell casting and stuff like that. So it's like we're gonna have a diverse type of team. That would be nice, that would be sick, right? If that was a thing in the game itself. The real question is, this game is multiplayer, right? They said this? I believe they said it was multiplayer. Because I don't think I've heard anything about that. Like, they will be able to play with friends and stuff. I think we said it once before, but I don't remember hearing it ever again after that. You know, like, all the gameplay. I don't think I've seen any other characters there other than, like, the NPCs. You get me? Right. Unless it's one of those things where you could switch your NPCs out. To have like to better yourself, like you could have Hermione and Draco team up with you instead of Hermione and Ron or well, Harry. You better remember, Ron. we won't have none of those guys there. But so I'm saying, like in, in general, like. Yeah. But I'm saying, like from your NPCs that we are gonna know. I'm just using their names as an example, as reference. Like, right? Yeah. Okay. My bad. Yeah. Um. No. I, I maybe. Maybe. All. This is all speculation at this yeah. point. We're not sure. Because don't get me wrong, they gave us so much details, but at the same time, there's like like even greater details that like they miss out on. But at the same time, that's good for like the guy, the consumers to like figure out, I guess. That multiplayer yeah. thing would be nice to know beforehand too. Because I know a lot of people are gonna want to play that shit, me included for sure. Yeah. So and I know I already know. Unfortunately, it's probably not going to be cross cross platform. Yeah, no, that's the unfortunate part about that. Um, and but, yeah, that uh huh. Okay, go. no, I'm just saying. But yeah, yeah, and um, again, like we're both super excited about this. No matter what they end up doing for it, um, we're just excited to actually see what comes out of it, right? Like, how they actually go about... Because I even mentioned at the end, like, how is the game going to first start? Because as we know from our original characters, right? Harry was a wizard. He had wizard parents, but he didn't know he was a wizard. Yep, Harry was Ron, Ron lived in the wizarding world because both his parents were wizards. Hermione was a first wizard because both her parents were muggles. Yeah. But yeah, for the people who are uninitiated to the fucking Harry Potter world, exactly. Because we even, because we even see (laughs) at the end and end of the trailer where the owl drops off the letter, you're already technically in Diagon Alley. I thought they were in London. I don't think they that was Diagon Alley. It it looked like Diagon Alley to me. Big Ben <laughs> was in be the London. Back. I don't. I don't. I was gonna say Big Ben's in the back, so I don't think that was fucking Diagon Alley. Oh, okay, so then I could be wrong, but whatever. <laughs> but then, but then it goes. <laughs> that, back. I mean, I could be wrong too. You know, Big it Ben. I don't know if I see it in the movies, bro. <laughs> it wasn't there in the background. I don't know what happened to it then. <laughs> 
But anyway, <laughs> like, I'm legally blind. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, we so I'm just wondering, like, what sort of beginning storyline we're gonna get? Is this the official opening of Hogwarts? Right. So my understanding, this is what I remember, because I remember watching that like that thirty minute long ass fucking like. Like them going through the game, the mechanics, and all that stuff. I watched the entire thing. So my understanding is you're not a first year. It's your first time in Hogwarts, but you are not a first year there. You got you're not a little kid. Yeah. You're supposed to be you're already in year five of your freaking dorm like of Hogwarts. You're already like already up there with when it comes to stuff. Um on top of that, it is your first time at Hogwarts. Hogwarts has already been around for centuries by the sounds of like how they're explaining it. But this, the timeline is way before the story that we know of Harry Potter that takes place in the 1980s or 70s, I think they said. This takes place around the 1800s, uh, right after Big Ben was like built in London, specifically, they said. Oh, okay. This must be 1860s or something like that. It takes place around that time, literally 100 years prior to the story we already know. Even even before the story of like Grindelwald and all that other stuff, of you know of of, of their shit, you get me of that situation. Yeah. Um, so it takes place all that. That means you're gonna go through the process of like you know the hat choosing where you go, um, your where you're you know which dorm you're in and all that stuff. You get to choose your animal. I'm pretty sure. Like animal companion, like an owl or something like that. You get to even choose what type of owl you want. That's which what is I. Fucking that's phenomenal. What I, that's what I. Uh, I pointed out last week too. I'm like, yes, fuck yeah. Not great just owls, because they also owl, use bro. They yeah, also the use like. Owl. Oh yeah. They also <laughs> use uh, cats and rabbits. No, as like people's personal things. Yeah, like pets. So you get like cats. You get frogs, I believe. There's, there's other creatures you're able to like choose and shit. So that's definitely going to be exciting to choose like what type of animals you want to do and all that stuff. I believe they also included, um, man, what was the other thing they said in the, in the trailer? Oh yeah. You get to choose whatever path you want. If it's either good or evil, which is fucking fantastic. So, I mean, there's, there's, there's that there's definitely hype around, uh, that game. So I'm definitely looking forward to it for sure because we won't know what to expect from that. Yeah. And on that note, before we hit our final subjects, which I know you might have a lot more to say on, uh, we'll take a quick little break to refill our glasses and and go from there. And we're back. All right. Now for the real <coughs> nitty gritty. The meat and bones. The meat and bones. To start off, we're getting the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once and always um, 30th anniversary special. So So in this special, we get to see a lot of um, the original two versions of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers come back for a special, right? We're getting original Billy um our original blue ranger and original black ranger mm-hmm. from like the first 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 iteration of power rangers mighty morphin 
And then followed up, we get another Black Ranger, the Red Ranger, the Pink Ranger. And then we have two that are up in the air, which would be the Yellow Ranger, which I believe there's a little speculation on who it is. And we see a Green Ranger, who we have no idea who it might be, because R.I.P., the original Tommy, um, passed away. Yeah, Jason David Frank. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he would have been there. He, oh, 100%. This would have been it for him, dude. Mm hmm. Um, Again, our thoughts and prayers go to his family. I know he had plenty of fans of a wide age range from people from our age to much newer Power Ranger fans, right? And probably even older um, people who kept up with his work. But yeah, um, he definitely would have been a part of this, still repraising his role as the original Green Ranger, right? Oh yeah, he would have been so fucking happy doing it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we still have uh, Alpha 9, in this, because that's what we know. I believe it's still the whole original same set where our Power Rangers first land. Um, we still have a Rita Repulsa, which I don't know who... I don't remember if I said who that was. Um, but yeah. No, I'm, I'm just excited, bro. Because one, I mean, that's the one show we fucking grew up in, Tito. You know that. Yeah. Like how many fucking times, how many mornings we woke up to see that shit in the morning. Like, how many reruns, how many different versions of the fucking Power Rangers we watched. Yeah. It's ridiculous, bro. You get me? Especially, I hate saying it in this perspective, but definitely even females, too. But, like, women, oh, everyone's childhood was centered around Power Rangers at some point, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Like, there's no way you did not grow up in the early, early 2000s, early and late 90s, not knowing what fucking Power Rangers were, right? Yeah, that's like not knowing what the fuck Pokemon is. No one like being our age, you get me? Like, there's no fucking way, dude. <laughs> there's no fucking way. Oh, no, hundred percent. I would, I would believe you were born under a fucking rock or in a cave at that point. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what the fuck those are, you get me? Yeah. If I showed you a picture, a picture of Pikachu, and you don't tell me that's Pikachu, then I'm literally gonna be pissed off at you. You get me? <laughs> If you're Absolutely. above the age of 25 and you don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah. You get me? Um, but yeah, like I said, we it's like a reunion special. Um, I know even still from original, the original Power Rangers, we also lost Trini, the mm-hmm. girl who played Trini. I know she died. She unfortunately passed in an accident. Um, yeah, really early. I think she died in 2001. I believe so. And then I'm not so sure what happened with all the others that they just didn't want to come back or if they have their own personal projects going on. Because like I said, um, we're getting Billy and Zach from Mighty Morphin 1 and then Rocky and Catherine from Mighty Morphin 2. Yeah, because I remember specifically when they traded off the the pink, the red, and the yellow ranger, and the black ranger too. Yeah, it changed a lot of characters. Yeah, Auto Mighty Morphin for sure. Yeah, going in, then after that we switched to like Zio, and from Zio we got new red ranger as well, new blue ranger, all that stuff. New a green ranger was added for Turbo. Yeah, going on like that. 
And who stuck it all, Tommy? Boy. Yeah. Boy. Yeah, and, he, and even from there, from mm-hmm. like doing from that where we saw the progression of them passing on their abilities, right? The torches. Then we just started getting new seasons, new versions from around the world, from in the US specifically. Because then we got like in gal- uh, in space. Then we had like SPD. I know we had Dino Fury, Dinos. I watched a video of like all the intros in order for all the Power Rangers, dude. There's over like 19 seasons of right? Power Rangers. Dude. Yeah. There's a lot, dude. There's yeah. 19 different iterations, bro. Yeah. And even, any, and even though Tommy wasn't in all of them, he made, he either had like a cameo or a role in all of them some way, somehow. I think, shit. He was like, literally how many seasons this man has like cameoed or he's in. I think out of the 19 seasons, he was in, he was in as a cameo or a character for like 11 of them, which is fucking insane, dude. He was the Stanley for Power Rangers. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. (laughs) Yo, like no joke. It's kind of nuts. He even showed up in the new Power Rangers for fuck's yeah. sake. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but one thing I mentioned, I did kind of want to see the Blue Ranger from Turbo because he was such oh, a little did. kid. Yeah, so now, actually, cool. as an adult, being like the Blue Ranger, right? That would have been cool to see I alongside Billy because I still love Billy's still the OG Blue Ranger. So he's literally the OG Blue. Yeah. <laughs> That would be awesome to see for sure. No, but I'm happy they're making this. this they're making this for the fans, 100%. Yeah. Like, this is for the fans. Yep. So, yeah. Good for them, honestly. Yeah. We deserve it. <laughs> we deserve it. We worked for this. Um, <laughs> we worked yeah. for it. <laughs> and then, besides that, the last topic I hit on last week was the timeline for Avatar The Last Airbender. Where I know we said we were getting, um, let me see. Uh, this summer we should be getting book one, Water, of originally finding Aang, right? The Netflix live action. Then in in two years is when they revamp up again, where because I think they're just trying to get the feel for how book if one works yeah because if not then this timeline might change but as of now they're saying it's going to be they're going to do well enough that then in summer of 2025 they could do book two earth where they start meeting like Toph and and goes through his whole bond saying say journey yeah, um dude that that's is gonna be crazy that's gonna be fucking dope dude i hope I they keep them to do yeah, uh, no, no, I want to know what you were going to say. I'm like, I just hope they keep, because you know how, like, in Bonsa they say there's a bunch of, like, shady shit, like, underground bullshit. Uh-huh. Like, I hope they keep that espionage kind of feel to it, too. Yeah. A little bit. Like, oh, I yeah. want that. Like, oh, dude, I just hope they're faithful to the fucking books. Yeah. The fucking series, dude. Oh, okay. Then we were going on two different routes. I was going to say, I hope they keep the Cabbage Man around. Oh, dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They have to, bro. They have to. Disrespect, dude. Fuck. <laughs> that's when he got introduced, right? In book yeah. Bossing say, yeah. That's officially because they were doing the the weird coffin race and they landed on his cabbage cart. 
Oh no, when they were trying to enter when they were when they were trying to enter Bang Sung say he was right behind them and he was able to get passed through while they got turned away. They first introduced the cabbage man. I remember this dude. This show is dude, this is one of my favorite fucking shows. They introduced them when they went to go meet uh Aang's old friend. Fucking what's his name? The king, right? Uh, the king, uh, yes. Uh, that's in book one. Boomy. There you go. Boomy. Yeah. King Boomy, yeah. When they go meet Boomy. So it's like, yeah, that I remember that specifically. Yeah. That's when they beat him. Yeah. They were they were doing the the, the fucking, races, the cart the races. races. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like yes <laughs> I hope they do man it'll be kind of a disservice not. and seeing it live action is going to be funny too I hope he looks just like him <laughs> <laughs> um, then after that in October 10th we're supposed to be getting an animated film for adult team avatar so after okay. the original uh, fight with um, the fire lord Ozai uh, but before the events of Korra, right? So we'd see them coming into their own, like building, uh, fuck, what's the city that Korra's like in? New World City? New World City, yeah. Yeah. Then in winter of 2025, that's when we supposedly get the new animated series of the Earth Avatar. Yeah, so after Korra cool. passes. Yes. Um, in October 9th of 2026, so almost a whole other year later, we get an animated film uh, based on Zuko, literally just called Zuko, I believe. Um, I hope this dives into what Zuko does as a king and looking for his mom. That's, that's what yeah, I'm hoping for. It that's what I'm hoping for, too. Because um, that's going to be fucking great. Then to find out his dad was more heinous than he actually thought, like, type of shit. Like, I hope it gets into, like, very dark, very gritty of his family, you get me, in his past. That's what I'm hoping for to see in this shit. And um, his original voice actor, um, uh, some uh, uh, Dante Bosco, is supposed to also be playing um, his voice again throughout all of these projects, I believe. Let's so we go. do get at least one original voice actor coming back. I don't know about the other ones. That's dope. Uh, also plans for 2026 another spin-off animated series might be about Momo might be about <laughs> I wouldn't mind a series about like the, the spiritual side of the Avatar world oh maybe oh that'd be dope yeah that, you know you get me you get what I'm going with it? yeah 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 it would be dope to see that as well that'd be like a good one after Korra you know, because uh, how we ended off with Korra, she went into the spirit world with that girl. So maybe yeah. it might just be their journey within the spirit world and how it differs from the living but world. In my opinion, I would change this timeline before we introduce the new Earth Avatar. I would do like a mini spinoff series of that, of the spirit world, the changes and the repercussions she did and stuff like that in the back end. And then maybe that leads into the new Avatar because, you know, how time in the spirit world is different from the real life world and stuff mm-hmm. like that, how it kind of fluctuates and stuff. Oh, that's true. We get, we get introduced to the new avatar through that spinoff. Well, in, in, you see, that's what they might be holding, though, because you know how when they go into the avatar state, they kind of get a flashbacks or connect back with older avatars. Mm-hmm. Like how Korra did, she kept getting a lot of Aang's memories and stuff like yeah. that. So that's what they might be holding with this newer avatar that we might be getting flashbacks of Korra dealing with these 
repercussions or new uh, aspects to the spirit world and the old world, bringing back the the whole wind that, tribe, that right? Would, that, that would be something that he has to deal with. You get me? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe you're right. Yeah. I don't know. It could be just spirit animals spin off to like fucking just give an animal related in this some somewhat in there. Yeah. Like you said, like Papa can just give him an entire series. <laughs> It is it misadventures and adventures and stuff. Or yeah, like Oppa growing up with Aang, right? What he was dealing with. Well, not growing up because they were like the same fucking age, but like yeah, I was say, he was given to him like literally at birth. So no, well, yeah, no, like a Momo one would be good because he was technically there finding the old, the Northern Air Tribe. Uh, temple, like how Momo got to meet Aang, and then we already know what happens with him being with Aang. So. Yeah. So like a before series, like a yeah. mini series, yeah. what happened to Momo before he met Aang and the crew? That would be interesting. Yeah. Um, and then in book uh, in summer twenty twenty seven, then we get book three, Fire of Avatar: The Last Airbender. So the live action series again. So they have a lot planned. But also big time lapses in between, which I mean, if the fan base has held up this long, even from when the original Avatar ended to Korra, I don't know. This is this is kind of big ambitions here, though. Like, mm-hmm. This is crazy ambitions, bro. But good for them to tell us like all their plans. You get me? The real question is, do they keep this timeline relevant? And if there's any, you know curves in the fucking timeline to let us know, you know, in a timely fashion. Don't tell us, like, a week, for example, like, summer 2025 for book two. Like, don't tell us, like, the beginning of summer of 2025, it's getting postponed, you get me? Yeah. So fucking, like, 2026. Like, that's not a good look, like, you get me? Yeah. So let us know, like, if the literally when the fucking book one comes out, if that shit does well, like, you guys are already on your way of working on fucking book two. You get me? Exactly. Like, that's how I see it. That's, they just got to be transparent with the yeah. community. And I understand. Yeah. And we also have to say, we also have to understand, though, that it's live action also doing a lot of like, it is a lot of CGI, right? A lot of post. Yeah. There's a lot, lot of post production with the actual bending stuff. Um, the actual creatures, how they're actually going to look like Appa, Momo, if they're part of this. Um, yeah, yeah. Imagine how the fucking uh, sea lion turtle is going to have to fucking look. Oh, but that doesn't come on until later. But I'm saying that, it. That think, creature think thing about... in the end when, like, what Aang turns into, that fucking water creature thing. Oh, oh like, book one water? Yeah. yeah. Like, how the fuck are they going to do that? Like, yeah. stuff like that, so... I know they're not going to include a lot of like one-off storylines, even though they yeah. they help build up character. They're not going to include those. You get me? Which is unfortunate, but at the same time, I get it because that's a lot of time wasted if they include every single detail of that fucking thing. We just want the major point, like the major points, but we want them to like leave. We just want lead to somewhere, build. lead and tie together with everything else. Like this. This series was definitely meant to be a show and not a movie. And that's the unfortunate part. What yeah. M. Night Shyamalan did. 
Yeah. Trying to make a fucking show into a movie, especially book one in on a two hour basis. Like there's no character progression. Like we don't know our characters. We don't love them because we don't know them. You get me? Yeah, that was the problem. It was not all the whitewashing. The white I mean, dude, <laughs> the whitewashing, the graphics, the fucking the bending stuff. was so horrible. So ass, bro. Bro, I see memes of the rock bending, dude. I'm like, there's no way this is real. And then I look up in the movie. Yeah, that shit is real. Like that shit. That's literally how they fucking sent it. I'm like, bro, that is bad. Yeah, it's bad. Oh, magically, all firebenders can only bend the fire that's already around them. They I was going to say that. That's exactly own. what I was going to go to. <laughs> like, what kind of bullshit is that, bro? There's magically, like, lanterns everywhere. It's like, you want to get rid of the Fire Nation so bad, turn off the fucking no more wildfire fires. right next to you. Yeah. <laughs> Just dump water on it. There, you win the battle. <laughs> they he can't bend. The fight, bro. He can't fight back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. But yeah, but I, like like we said, I'm I'm glad that they're at least still working with the whole last Airbender um, series and not just letting it finish off with Korra. It's understandable that there it takes time for these types of projects for animation and post production type of stuff I and think, editing. I but. think the biggest thing for me is they didn't expect the Avatar, I want to say community, to be this vocal and passionate. About them continuing their work. Oh, they that's too. Yeah. No. So, like, they they heard loud and clear from the like live action that people want it done right, and if this is done right, they want them to continue, and that's yeah. why they got we got this timeline. Yeah. So Literally, like, it really is. We're hyped about it. Don't get me wrong. And it's right justice for that fucking show. And it's such a show that's easy to swallow, easy to understand that you could bring in newer fans, right? Because it's just so timeless. I was going to say, and it is so timeless. Yeah, it's like nothing is out of place and nothing seems like, I don't know. It just, it it holds up still to this day, Mm -hmm. literally fucking over a decade later. Yeah. Of it, like coming almost two decades of of being out and it still holds up. Yeah. Like the story, the themes, all that the original and even chorus like shit yeah because it has everything it has it has the love story it has its darker corners it has its comedic moments it's just everywhere it's it's done so right and that's what we want them to continue heavier things than um than like the original avatar last airbender that one's more about self the selfness and stuff Uh so like Aang had to deal with like loss grief like the repercussions of him not being there like time yeah. loss all that stuff then cora had to deal with like corruption lies deception like stuff like that you know stuff that she's not really in control of unfortunately yeah you know i mean for Anyone someone had to deal with stuff with self-doubt her it was stuff that she had to deal with other people you know? yeah yeah so it's like i wonder how they're gonna turn this third avatar into that yeah, because all the lessons taught, like you said, are timeless. So, yeah. All right, and on that note, we move on to our newer topics. Again, these are just few ones while we round up the episode. Um, I'm gonna hit more of a um, what's it called, pop culture topic at this point, but it's something who that it touches me near and dear to the heart. 
Um, Where exactly does it touch you? No, well, it's Brendan yeah. Urie. It's Brendan Urie. So you 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 open that can of worms. Um, yeah. So recently, Brendan Urie announced that um, after I believe this round of tours and shows that he's doing, um, Panic at the Disco will be hanging up. It's cape, it's hat, whatever you want to call it, um, that it will no longer be. Um, he and his wife are expecting a child, and he would like to focus a little bit more to um, his family, obviously. It's going to be a newborn child. It's going to need his time and effort. And, I mean, he's a freaking rock pop star at this point the man has enough money to fucking retire if he wanted probably could have retired like six seven years ago well when the first group originally broke up but still even saying this it doesn't mean he might not be working on him on his own projects alone as brendan yuri and not just as panic at the disco right it could just be him trying to open the door a little bit um, to other types of sounds and vibes and not just stick with what we know from Panic. Um, so that's my assumption that, yes, it is family values that he's trying to keep up, but doesn't mean he won't be working on other projects or might be doing a quick feature here or there with other with other singers like he did with yeah, Taylor every Swift time and I, stuff. Every time I hear an artist is like going to retire, it means just he, he needs some time for himself. That's what I hear most yep. of the time they're retiring when i truly when i hear someone actually retire like as a singer is because they're old you get me yeah being this young and retiring they're just taking a hiatus however long how many years they're always they always come back usually yeah when they still have the energy for it you get me so this is not the last time we're gonna hear about no definitely not so i'll Um, be super surprised if it is like oh my god oh 100 percent. i'm like there's no fucking way like this man probably embodies music in his soul for sure well he does because when it comes to his albums the recording of a lot of his songs i don't know if you've seen but it's like he literally plays every single instrument himself yeah to get the right tone the right yeah what he wants let alone this man's vocal range is fucking insane man it is otherworldly <laughs> to say the least dude. it is yeah so that's what i'm saying like dude there's no way that he's done with it like he's no. made for the music industry unfortunately you know yeah. um but yeah like you said it might just be some time working on himself coming back working on little projects here and there hopefully um let alone it's panic at the disco that was like <laughs> My emo teen era in middle school. Everyone's, <laughs> Everyone's emo teen era. Or you've at least had to like rock out to nine in the afternoon. <laughs> so at some point. Right? Or freaking um Oh god, why can't I think about why can't I think the song when they're getting married? Oh fuck. Uh you know what I'm talking about. It's so yes, iconic. Yes. I can't remember it. Wearing the fucking hat, the circus yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Dude. Goddamn darn now, and now the time thing. Oh, fuck. Why can't I? Oh, wow. That's going to bother oh, me. Wow. <laughs> That's going to bother me until I figure it out. 
um, set up professional audio and audio settings. Uh, he thought I was Brendan Yuri. Zoom thought I was Brendan Yuri. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, oh, I write. Fuck. I write songs, not weddings. Song. Something. Yeah. I write you a love song. That one. No. Fuck. I don't. Know. I, it's got. It's gonna bother me. Pause for a second. I write sins, not tragedies. <laughs> Don't go for me, panic fans. <laughs> Damn, I just have a lot on my mind right now. <laughs> I would have never got that, honestly. I write sins, not tragedies, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just that. It's, it's sad for panic fans, right? But if you're still a Brendan Neary fan, his, his Instagram is also very funny as well. Um, the man's like very funny, very down to earth and stuff. Um, so there's that. And then finally, the last thing I want to talk about anyways, Shazam! Fury of the Gods. We get the second official trailer. This is the last one too before it comes out. But this was also after a them delaying it. After the whole announcement of them trying to revamp all of DC, uh, even with the the situations that have been going with Aquaman and the Flash, right? And even with Wonder Woman, the final one, 19, uh, 18, whatever, not doing so hot. Yep. Um, so, yes, in this one... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this trailer. We get more of like what is happening, but I also feel with this we kind of get the whole fucking film at this point in just trailers. Yeah, I was gonna say they kind of spoil too much in the fucking trailers already. Like you don't even have to go and see the movie to know what happens, who's there, who are they fighting, like what the no situation surprise. is. No, there isn't, and it's like at this point the only real surprise would be a fucking. The Rock shows in as Black Adam to like take up that seventh seat that we know because there's only six of them. It is supposed to be him, dude. That's, at that's this what point, I'm saying. It was he was supposed to make a cameo, but supposedly him and the main actor that plays Shazam do not play well with each other. So, oh god, and that's the only reason why he didn't want to do that. Shazam was supposed to come out in Black Adam as the cameo. But instead, he wanted Henry Cavill to. Oh, Superman! Yeah. So they kind of fucked that up. In the yeah. So I don't know. This is gonna be interesting. I'm not gonna watch it immediately. I'll let it until I find some other way to watch it, bro. In my opinion, I'm not even interested. I just want to know what actually happens. You know, I think I really just want to know what the last half hour is, if that, if not like 15 minutes. At this point, they shouldn't even include post-credit scenes because there's no point. Anymore. No, no, especially when they're revamping again everything. So, yeah, yeah. I'm more hyped about. No lie, I was excited before, like you know, the fucking tragedy that is Ezra Miller, um, the Flash. I was definitely excited because it was. Oh, hundred percent. It was supposed to be the Flashpoint fucking movie, dude. Yeah. So I'm like, God, oh, man, it would have been so fucking good. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I know, I know. Not to find a new, a new Flash again. Fucking just run. What's his name? Grant. Dude. Grant Gus. Hey, bro. Seriously, Flash is about to end. <laughs> the actual Flash. 
CW show is about to fucking end. Just give it to that man. Just recontract yeah. him. <laughs> I don't know. For fuck's sake, because he plays it so fucking damn well, dude. Yeah. Well, he's probably tired of that bullshit. After he probably is. Years. Yeah. Um, and even going off of that DC news, even Titans and Doom Patrol, um, after these current seasons that they're on, I believe they're also getting um, the boot canceled. Yeah, they're getting booted or something. So. Yeah, that's crazy. How did you I know. Know those yeah, I ju- I just found those like literally so, a I couple. Mean, that new CEO is literally he's on fucking crowd control right now. He's like everything's canceled, bro. You're canceled. I'm canceled. Yeah. <laughs> but, Straight but, on, like he's fucking doing the train right now, bro. We're starting new from scratch, bro. Yeah. Well, like we Look, said, honestly, they need it, bro. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah Hopefully, like put their foot down, be like, nah. Fuck your shit. Fuck, <laughs> fuck are here. we doing in here? <laughs> fuck you. Get out of here. You ruined the franchises. <laughs> he said, this is DC, and Spartan kicks him inside. <laughs> this is not the Rock DC. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Everyone's so pissed at the Rock because he really did fuck up the franchise a lot, dude. He meddled so much with the company. Did I or did I not say it? No, I mean, we already knew that. <laughs> we said it. We said it, dude. This man literally fucked up DC like entirely, bro. Like the the Black Adam movie, it's not even Black Adam, bro. It's just The Rock playing whatever might mediocre fucking. It's just movie. it's just The Rock in a cosplay. Yeah, it's The Rock in a cosplay. I think everyone's oh. just tired of The Rock at this point. Like, oh, all right, man, it was good to see you the last ten years, but you're getting tired already, bro. Some too. There's the door, like. Party's been over, bro. <laughs> you should work on your fucking craft a little bit, you know, like stop working out and actually go to acting classes. Bro. Just go just go back to WWE. <laughs> All right, Leche. And on that note, do you have anything else you want to add? Just one thing for sure. Um as of today, right? This game that we kept talking about for weeks on end at this point, Dead Space comes out tomorrow. So tomorrow, I'm definitely gonna be fucking going in on that game like crazy for sure. As as you guys are hearing this, Leche will probably be streaming it on Twitch. Most likely, most likely, for sure. So you know, like ninety five, reach keep, out on that shit. Keep an eye on his Twitch. <laughs> um, I know there's videos already out, but actually, yeah, but those are those are those are like content creators that get it yeah. early, early so from an actual fan replaying it for the first time in its revamped version go watch legend yes i will the, be playing it i'm i'm nev- definitely not gonna play this show on casual i'm gonna be playing this like on the medium or harder difficulty since i'm already a little bit more of an experienced player for sure don't be wrong it's probably gonna be completely different compared to what i already played a couple of times for dead space but and what I've been a- hearing about uh-huh. the game, it is fucking phenomenal. It is the perfect remake, people are saying. I'm like, God damn it, dude. No, the hype. Oh, shit. My heart. Yeah. Now, and even if it is the different, at least they'll have like that little, the beginning area is always like the beginning tutorial area, right? So you'll like get the hang of like what the new types of. Any new things that they added. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so. so. Like, yeah, won't, they won't just like throw 25 fucking 
new things at me. New more morphs at you, yeah. Like a brand brand new spanking game for sure. It's definitely yeah. not that. No, but I'm definitely fucking hyped. I'm definitely like amped for this shit. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be streaming it as soon as it turns live on my time zone, which is eleven eleven a.m. Eastern time. So I'll be trying to, you know, get it up. I already preloaded it already, so I think it's fucking ready to fucking rock at that time tomorrow. So I'll definitely be posting it, like posting a video, not video. Sorry, I'll be posting my shit, so you guys could probably go ahead and hit me up and see me play. And I'll most likely be in the chat, so <laughs> bothering Lecha, trying to distract him. Uh, I'm not. I'm barely, <laughs> gonna I'm barely gonna be looking at that chat. <laughs> Like I'm gonna, I don't know. I'm gonna have like 20 people watching, and I'm gonna be like, I have no idea that I had 20 people watching. <laughs> like no clue. <laughs> and until you finish, until you finish streaming, and I tell you, dude, there was like a hundred people in your stream. Like what the fuck since when, bro? Markiplier was in there. <laughs> he invited us to his podcast. <laughs> dude, that would be nuts. That would be fucking crazy, crazy shit. Oh god. Nah, but definitely ready for it. Oh, these streamers are hyping it up for me, so. Yeah, no spoilers. I'm trying not to watch I don't want to spoil it for myself either. I don't want to watch anything either. Bro, I am so, like, ready not to look at nobody's shit. I know. Alrighty. But yeah, so, Leche, where can people find you and see that stream tomorrow? Yeah, so make sure you guys tune in at 11 a.m. Eastern Time at Technofreak95 on Twitch. And also follow me on Instagram at Leshemuinuesa. And how about you, Tito? I am also on Twitch, which I will be in his chat as one alpha penguin. You guys can also uh, subscribe to me at twitch.tv slash one alpha penguin. I'm also on Instagram at one alpha penguin. You guys can follow the podcast at take a sip underscore pod on Instagram. Where I've been keeping up with a couple of posts a week, at least, uh, talking about the topics that we hit on this week. Um, I lost my train of thought. Go to youtube.com forward slash take a sip, where you guys could also see these, uh, have these episodes up on there. If you are not subscribed with Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Pods, Amazon music pods whatever it's called uh all we're little, all the pods all the pods or you guys can even if you guys have anchor.fm um you guys can look us up through there take a sip underscore pod and it will give you all the links to wherever you can listen or you can listen from anchor.fm itself originally um but yeah on that note thank you guys so much for listening Please share, 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 subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I can't say all of that at once. <laughs> follow, <laughs> follow all our socials, and we will see you all next week. Thank you again. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.